Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, I really enjoyed that conversation with Captain Sonny Schindler. I can see uh, that we're going to really enjoy having him as a regular here on Coast View. And we'll have to take him when we can get him because it, it will take a bad weather event or something like that that takes him off the water. But I just enjoy you know, having these wonderful conversations with him because one of the real gems in coastal Mississippi is the uh, charter boat fishing community and the amazing, amazing fishing that they have access to. Hey, listen, if you're a regular listener to Coast View, you have uh, heard conversations that I've had with Captain Whitmire, who uh, is the, was the, just recently retired as the commanding officer for the Naval Construction Battalion Center in Gulfport, the CV base. Uh, he joined, actually, the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society. It's actually a nonprofit. It's a private nonprofit organization that's involved in sort of financial and educational programs for both active duty, retired Marines, sailors, and, and their families. It seems only fitting, actually, now that I think about it, that, 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 that part of his responsibility now is sort of enabling educational opportunities because he was really kind of focused on that before he left as a commanding officer. In fact, he had the opportunity to work closely with our guest today, Dr. Darlene Davis, who is the Navy College Program's regional advisor. And, and uh, you know, they had this vision for creating this incredible program here in, at the CV base that is both for enlisted men and civilians, which is a very unique and innovative program. We're going to be talking about that here in just a minute. But before we get any further, let me just say, uh, how are you doing, Dr. Darlene Davis? Hi, good morning. Good morning to your viewers. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to have you. Uh, by the way, uh, she is Dr. Darlene Davis, and she does have uh, tremendous responsibility as, an, as a regional advisor for college programs uh, for the Navy. But, it, she, but she said she would be fine with me calling her Darlene. So she's going to call me Ricky, and I'm going to call her Darlene, and we're going to talk about this great vision. But before we get into what is really sort of groundbreaking, innovative program, uh, really the first uh, mechanical and civil engineering opportunity here in coastal Mississippi in partnership with a u unique university. We'll come back to the name of that and Gulf Coast, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. We'll come back to that. You're coming to me today actually from Jacksonville, Florida, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. It's sunny. It's about 85 and the weather's beautiful. So yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. So tell me about what you do, Darlene. Well, as the regional advisor, my primary focus uh, is um, that my job is to make sure that I am the liaison between um, Navy college higher education programs and installation commanding officers. You know, they have so much other stuff going on that uh, education opportunities come and, and presidents of colleges always want to reach out to them to talk about their programs. Uh, and so they assign that to a, a person that they said, okay, we got somebody that handles uh, off-duty education. So you talk to this lady because uh, she's the person that is responsible for making sure that uh, active-duty military members are not taken advantage of because, you know, there are a lot of opportunity people out there uh, that will take advantage of uh, first-time college uh, attendees. And so essentially my job is to ensure that um, uh, everybody is being honest in terms of higher education for active-duty military and their dependents. 
So are you doing your role as um, as a civilian or an active duty member? I am a civilian. Uh, I am Navy. Uh, I, I did 15 years in the Navy. And uh, so this is really something that's really close to my heart. I think if I had known uh, some of the things that I know now as a regional advisor, I probably would have made some different decisions while I was on active duty uh, in terms of uh, uh, getting all the educational opportunity and benefits that I could. Um, but quite frankly, it was uh, when I was in the Navy, it was mission first. And, you know, we're going to get on this ship and we're going to go out there and we're going to hunt some bad guys you know <laughs> <laughs> well you know you say you wish you to take advantage of those opportunities but you are a phd now that's, yes, that's you know, yes you're extraordinarily well educated hey but you know but i know i mean it's, it's hindsight is so smart isn't it if we look yes. back and think about things we could have done differently but look at the role that you're playing today and think the impact that it's having on people, especially when you are able to help develop innovative programs like we have here at CVs. We'll come back again to that in just a second. Where did you grow up? I grew up in actually Tampa, Florida, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm a country girl at heart, you know, uh, uh, orange groves and, and climbing trees were my were my focus and uh, as a kid. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's I'm, I'm a country girl. Fifteen years in the Navy. I bet you've been all over the place. I have. It's it was a really great experience. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that love the Navy, and the Navy loved me back, <laughs> and uh, so I have no complaints in regards to any of the the amazing places that I visited as an active duty member. You know, I talk a lot about the the military here in coastal Mississippi. Uh, the the relationship they had to the community is absolutely incredible. I want people to have a deeper appreciation for what these various uh, entities do, like the CB base and the Naval Construction Battalion Center, the, the Keesler Air Force Base. But 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 the but the thing footprint for the military branches out from you know all the way over to uh, Ingalls, all the way over to Stennis. As it relates to the CBs, they're doing humanitarian work and mission work literally all over the world. I mean, I, I saw I mentioned recently that I saw that they were they were building a medical facility in Croatia. So they go through road of Spain and they could Spain they could end up in Asia or Middle East or who knows where. Some of those areas we know about, some we don't know about because they're military sensitive areas. But when you think about the CB CBs and what they do, their construction battalion center, and as young men who come through this program, they get they 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 have a tendency to want to move towards civil and mechanical engineering. And those who decide they want to do that, the way that it would work before, they had to leave and go away. <laughs> they they didn't have access to those programs here in coastal Mississippi, and, and uh, Captain Whitmire knew that. And so you guys partnered partnered up, and you had a goal. What was your goal? The goal was to ensure that those members who wanted to be civil engineering officers uh, could have those opportunities to obtain that degree while they're on active duty without having to separate off active duty um, and, and still maintain the continuity. Because, of course, enlisted to officer programs are are normal throughout the Navy. We have them for every specialty that is in the Navy. And, uh, and so for us not to have 
have this uh, this available for CBs was was really not. A, it it became my passion after hearing uh, how passionate it was. Captain Whitmire was about it, uh, and I just felt that you know it was an opportunity that every CB, every active duty member should have to go from officer enlisted because we certainly don't want to lose great folks, uh, you know, to get out and and become civil engineers uh, and then have to try and figure out a way to come back in after that because you know uh, civil engineers they could have been snatched up by some some uh, uh, outstanding civilian firm and so we wanted to make sure that all of those those folks that wanted to stay in and, and wanted to to have that career path could could participate in that uh, without having to get off active duty and not lose anything as a result of it. Well, you guys had a really unique challenge because you needed a program that could be flexible, that could, that could sort of embody the, the realistic, re, the realities of an enlisted soldier's, you know, the fact that they could be assigned to who knows where at any given time. You needed a university that could work with you that had some some flexibility as it related to that. And then there was a role for Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College to play in all of this. But your first step was to begin to understand what kind of program do you need? Can can non-military people be involved in this program as a way of making sure we can meet the minimum number of people that, that is required to do the program? And how, and how do we begin to structure an RFP that would uh, that would be the kind that would that would in, that would encourage universities that offer these types of programs to want to come in here and be our partner. Talk to me about that process. Well, you know, it was um, you know sitting back talking to Captain Whitmire and uh, and hearing what he wanted to do it was very labor intensive for me. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that uh, I needed to to really hear what he wanted to do uh, and then put that into action. And so uh, it began by me uh, just really getting with the CB officers, uh, the officer corps, and finding out the core requirements for that. Uh, and then making sure that our partners here in, in the Gulf Coast could be actively involved in making sure that, you know, we still had our, our finger on the pulse of the community. And so that was equally as important to him. So not only was it important to make sure that the CB community uh, had what it needed in order to keep the, the, these great CBs engaged in the, on active duty, but also to engage the, the Gulf Coast to, to ensure that these abilities and capabilities would be open uh, to everybody uh, that is in the surrounding areas. And so uh, looking back into what it is that we had to achieve uh, ensuring that um, that not only were the Mississippi Gulf Coast folks uh, a, a part of it, but to make sure that the, the colleges uh, met the minimum requirements for Civil Engineering Corps. So when we come back, we'll talk about the RFP proje- uh, process and then we'll talk about the one college that sort of evolved from that effort and then the partnership with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College and what, where we are today. Where are we today and what's, what's the, what, what came of all this incredible innovative work? When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Darlene Davis. She's actually the Navy College Program Regional Advisor, been working really closely with the leadership here at the CV base to form a mechanical and civil engineering program here in coastal Mississippi. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View from right here in the Mississippi Delta, Coast View Studio North, I call it. And I have the pleasure of having Darlene, Dr. Darlene Davis, who's the Navy College Program's Regional Advisor. She's been working super closely with the CB base here in uh, coastal Mississippi to form a mechanical and civil engineering program. Very, very innovative approach. And uh, as I mentioned off the air, uh, Darlene, when we were talking, is that when I read about the program and learned about Norwich University, a university that was established like in 1819, is the the university that sort of evolved from the, the RFP process. So tell me more about that. Well, the RFP process is very stringent, and uh, it's, you know, our requirements, especially for the active duty military member, um, is, uh, is, is unique in, in its approach. And uh, the, the idea was that we wanted to partner with the local community uh, and also have a program that was capable of traveling with the CBs in the event that they have to transfer to Wainimi or any of the other places that they go uh, around the world. And so, um, you know, when the application process, there was an application process that happened. And so uh, we put it out there on the Navy College website and said, hey, we're looking for civil engineer programs, civil mechanical engineering programs that will be able to do what it is that we want to do. So we were very specific uh, what we were looking for. Uh, and we had several colleges um, that that applied, colleges and universities. And so I was a little shocked because I, I knew that there were a lot of, uh, of colleges that offered these programs, but not so many would want to partner with us, especially with the stringent requirements uh, of tuition assistance and and being able to, to transfer across the globe, essentially. And uh, and so as a result of that, it was narrowed down. And so uh, a board was, after the application process happened, the, the timeline was met, uh, Captain Whitmire and the, the leadership of, Go, of, of, of the CB base, uh, they created a panel and it was a completely blind panel. Like they, they didn't know uh, the names of the colleges, uh, but they knew the requirements and what, and what the specifics of those were. And so uh, as a result, um, Norwich University, uh, who I had no familiarity with at all, <laughs> uh, or their civil engineering program emerged uh, as the winner by, winner by a blind um, a blind application process, essentially. And, uh, and so they had some stiff competition uh, with Mississippi State. <laughs> but uh, but they're, they're, they emerged as as, uh, as the winner um, with a very strict. Uh, I mean, there were some other ones that uh, that came close, but those two were very close, neck and neck in terms of their willingness to partner with uh, with the Navy uh, in in achieving this goal. Where is Norwich located? It's in Connecticut. Um, yeah, it's in it's in Connecticut, and uh, like as you said, they've they've been uh, awarding degrees since the 1800s, uh, and uh, they're in Vermont, uh, North Northfield, Vermont, and uh, they uh, they are really uh, ABET accredited, which is again was one of the key components uh, in ensuring that you know we were giving the CB uh, community what they needed in order to remain on active duty. That was that was something that was very 
very important. But yeah, they've been awarding degrees since the 1800s, uh, and I have the opportunity to uh, to meet uh, and speak with their representative and what they are willing to do and to provide at cost um, for the military members and the Gulf Coast community is is just phenomenal in their terms of what they want to partnership, what they want to partner with and do within the community and for the Navy community. So if, uh, so what's really important, too, is, again, part of this innovation, since you've established this program in partnership with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College and Norwich University, you have this now available to your enlisted men, but you also have it available to civilians from coastal Mississippi. Talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, being able to open this up to the local community was also a, a vision of the leadership at, at um, Naval Construction Base. But, you know, um, Having this program available uh, so that civilians, you know, what we term as civilians, have access to the installation uh, and having the ability to get this, to earn this degree without really having to leave home, you know, uh, that is important. So the, the partnership with Mississippi Gulf Coast is essential in that we, they've come up with a, a, a program that once you complete your two years at Mississippi Gulf Coast, that those credits transfer automatically into the Norwich four-year program. So you'll begin your Norwich program as a junior uh, after you complete the Mississippi Gulf Coast uh, program. And uh, and you can stay right at home, you know, and that is the beauty, of, especially now in this age of uncertainty about education and the cost of education. Uh, that is, it was the important partnership that was needed so that, so the folks in the Gulf Coast could stay home, stay with mom and dad and still receive a, <laughs> receive a quality Vermont education. <laughs> That, that's really incredible. So if someone is interested in the program, we're, we're, and we got less than a minute left, where, where, where do they need to go to get more information? They can reach out to the Norwich University uh, representative. Uh, his name is uh, Kevin Beal. And, uh, and his email address is, uh, sh sh are we going to put it up? Will there be a link later? Yeah, yeah we'll put a link. We'll put a link to it. For okay. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, they can reach out to him at uh, Beal, B-E-A-L, M uh, as in man at norwich.edu and uh, and we're going to have a website we're going to launch a website here in the next couple of weeks uh, so that all of the information as it relates to um, to to rates to tuition rates uh, and the courses that we're going to be offering we're going to kick these courses off in, in August so that's really exciting too. Dr. Darlene Davis, congratulations. What an amazing accomplishment. And uh, uh, I mean, it's just it's big news that there's going to be a civil and mechanical engineering program that's innovative that meets the Navy requirements and be available to civilians of coastal Mississippi. Congratulations and good luck to you guys. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, anyway, have a great day. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.